Uh, there'll be no children's church this morning since we're kind of kicking off Bible school. And uh, I'm going to make this on your level, and uh, we'll talk together today about kind of an overview of Bible school and, and looking to it. I want to read a verse that's going to be up here later. It's not there now, Russell, but it'll be up later. But this is our memory verse for the week. You can see it kind of right over there on the left-hand side of the kitchen. But it's in Isaiah 30 and uh, verse 21. It's on the back of our shirts. But uh, in our, our first song that we did, Journey Off the Map, the second verse is, is our memory verse. It says, whether you turn to the right or to the left, your ears will hear a voice behind you saying, this is the way, walk in it. And there's our motto for the week right over there. This is the way, walk in it. Everybody say that with me. This is the way, walk in it. A little bit better. This is the way, walk in it. By the end of the week, the kids will be peeling off these rafters saying that good and loud. And uh, I look forward to that every year. It says, then you will decide, then, uh, says, then you will desecrate your idols overlaid with silver and your images covered with gold. You will throw them away like a, uh, a cloth and say to them, away with you. And so we're going to be teaching the kids that there's only one way this week. There's only one guide. They're going to go on a journey, as you can see here, all this incredible scenery. Um, kind of out, you can see the, the pictures around. If you went exploring or if you went on a trip, uh, you know, back in the old days, you used a map. Now, they don't use a map much anymore. They use these navigation systems, and they punch the address in there, and it just tells you to turn left and turn right, and they're really cool. But if you're out there in the middle of nowhere and you're exploring, uh, those are not going to do you any good because there is no address. And most of the time, there's a lot of these places are not even on the map, and that's kind of where we get our theme this year. And so what usually happens when you go on a trip like that, you have to find somebody that's been there before. You have to find a guide, and uh, you want a guide that's been out there, they've experienced it, they know the, the bad places to go, not to go, they know the good places to go, they know where to find food, they know where to find all these things, boys and girls, and, and you want to follow them because they know where to take you. This week, we're going to introduce you to, if you don't already know him, is the one true guide, which is the one true God. And you know what's amazing about Jesus is that he has been through and experienced, the Bible says, everything that we've ever experienced, that we will ever experience, Jesus has been through that. And isn't it great to get behind a guy that has went through everything, and nothing's going to surprise him, nothing's going to catch him unaware, as I said earlier, he's going to lead you the perfect way. Kind of going back to, he is the great shepherd. A shepherd was one that took those sheep, and he not only guided them along, he not only shown them where to go, but he led the way. And Jesus wants to lead the way in your life this week, boys and girls, as we look at this time. Now, Monday, we're going to do that. We're going to introduce you to the guide. We're going to introduce you to Jesus and, and where he was born, what he was about, what he did for you, how comes he earns this respect, and we're going to be looking at that over the Monday. Then we're going to switch gears and take you to a place in Daniel. And uh, guys, I tell you, if you've been with us last year and on Wednesday night, you could probably step up and teach every one of these classes because we spent several weeks and months in Daniel. So we, we feel confident about that. I hope the teachers feel confident. I know they do. They'll be studying. But as we look at our, our guide here, I'm kind of blocked on both sides. I'm going to step over here. Our next page in the book of Daniel, Daniel followed his guide. And here's what you got to understand about Daniel, boys and girls and men and women this morning. Um, Daniel was living in a, a great place. Daniel was there in, in, in the Lord's city, in the Lord's home territory, and they turned their back on God. They didn't do what God asked him to do, 
And so God allowed, he allowed them to be taken over. And Daniel and his friends and many, many of the countrymen that Daniel knew, they were taken away. And they were taken to a land they knew nothing about. It was called Babylon. And so Daniel, he didn't, he didn't know anybody there. He didn't know a lot of the language there. He didn't know what was going on much, but he knew that he knew his guide. He knew he knew Jesus. He knew God. And he said, I don't, I don't, I don't really equate with all these surroundings. I don't really know much about these surroundings, but I knew no God is faithful. And so this first part where Daniel, they're taking captivity, him and his friends, you might know them. You ever heard of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego? Yeah. They've got some, I guess some Hebrew names that talk about here in, in just a minute. I'll read them to you. But Daniel was, was taken into this new land, this foreign land, and he began to just follow God. Now, the first thing, boys and girls, and I won't go real deep in it because I don't want to ruin your teacher's story, but the first thing they had to do was they had to eat what the king told them and act what the king told them to do. Act like what the king told them to do. And, and Daniel noticed real quick, knowing his God, knowing what God wanted, there were certain things that God wanted Daniel to, to do and, and not to do. There were certain things that God wanted Daniel not to eat and to eat. And so Daniel, by praying to God, said, God, direct me, be my guide. He went to the people there and said, look, I know you want us to eat this way, but we have been instructed by our God to eat this way. And I promise you, if you'll let us eat this food for 10 days, you can come back and check us out. And I promise you, we will be stronger than the rest of the boys. And so that's what God guided him to do. God, Daniel stood up. Daniel stood up. Look at this verse here in Daniel. Daniel 11, verse in chapter 1. You're going to go through many chapters of Daniel this week. Daniel then said to the guard whom the chief official had appointed over Daniel, Hananiah, Mishael, Azariah. That's Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego in their Hebrew names, okay? Please test your servants for 10 days. Give us nothing but vegetables to eat and water to drink. Then compare our appearance with that of the young men who eat the royal food and treat your servants in accordance with what you see. So he agreed to this and tested them for 10 days. Now, who's already at work in Daniel's life? God. God da Daniel said, I'm not going to go away from my God. And you'll see that all throughout the book, his friends, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, Daniel later is going to get thrown into a lion's den. Can you imagine that? There's one right, a tiger over there, all right? You imagine the lions and tiger, all those things. And, and, and Daniel says, I'm not going to deny my God. And you'll see that this week, boys and girls. You're going to see the rest of the story. What happened after Daniel said, I'm going to follow God no matter what. Another day, you're going to be looking at this as we go to the next screen. Daniel's friends trusted their guide. Now, not only did Daniel trust, but also his friends, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, one of my favorite stories in the whole Bible. And guys, here's the thing real quick. The king says, look, I want to be in charge. I want everybody to worship me. He don't know God yet, all right? He don't know God. He don't know Daniel's one true God. So he builds all this stuff up, and he said, when, and when the music plays, I want you to bow to it. But you know what? Daniel's friends, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, they trusted their God. They trusted their God. And they said, look, we're not supposed to bow to anybody but God. We can't bow to you, king. And because the king's edict, and that's just a big proclamation, you know, he said, i got to throw you in a fiery furnace. And they heated up that furnace seven times hotter than it had ever been. You ever been out by a fire? 
you ever been roasting marshmallows or hot dogs and you get up there by the fire and you're holding your hand up there because it's so hot? Can you imagine being inside that fire, boys and girls? Can you imagine being in that fire and being able to walk around? <laughs> Can you imagine being in that fire, walking around, and all of a sudden you look up and there's God, Jesus incarnate. Can you imagine when you walk out of there, your clothes don't even smell? I got a feeling that's my, what happened. They were going to trust their God no matter what. Great story this week. Look at these scriptures here in Daniel 3. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego replied to him, King Nebuchadnezzar, we do not need to defend ourselves before you in this matter. This is before they got thrown in the fiery furnace. And this is probably one of my favorite verses in the whole Bible. Because sometimes we think, I'm going to follow God if he'll do what I think he should do. I'm going to follow God if he'll do, and mom and dads, this is a big thing for us. I'm going to follow God as long as he's in my pattern of what I want done. There's a church in South Carolina this morning that's standing up and praising God in the midst of hurt. And it would be easy to say, I'm going to follow God, I'm going to worship God as long as everything goes well. But when something goes wrong, I'm not going to follow him anymore. When something comes up too hard, I'm not going to follow him anymore. But that's what Shadrach and Meshach and Abednego said. You know what? My God can keep me from this fire and he can save me. And then they said something, the most incredible faith message I've ever heard. But if he doesn't, he is still God. And I will not bow to you or nothing about you because he is the one true God. And guys, if our faith was like that, there is nothing that could stop us for God. Because it's easy to serve God when everything's easy. But when it gets really, really hard, you know what's easier to do? Walk out the door or sit down in your chair and say it's just too hard. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego said it's not too hard because I'm going to follow and trust my guide, and his name is Jesus. His name is God. Look, we do not defend ourselves before you in this matter. We don't have to, we don't have to answer to you. Man, what power. Because he, he could take their head off. He could do anything. He's going to throw them in the furnace. If we are thrown into the blazing furnace, the God we serve is able to deliver us from it. And he will deliver us from your mighty, your majesty's hands. But even if he does not, here's the hard part, guys. But even if he doesn't deliver us from the fire, even if we burn up in that furnace, we want you to know, your majesty, that we will not serve your gods or worship the image of gold you have set up. Woo! What power. What power. He can keep me from burning up. But even if he don't, I will not serve you. I will not deny my God. Even if life around me is the hardest it can possibly be, even though I've went through the toughest thing of my whole life, I will not deny you, God, and I'm still going to put you number one no matter what I face, no matter what I go through. And adults, we can learn from that just as well as these kids this week. That's huge. That's huge. Man, what a great week it's going to be. I'm ready to teach every day, man. That's great. Our next one. Daniel stayed on track. Man, it's easy in this world to get off track for God, isn't it? Man, we're sold out one week, and we're doing really good, and man, we're right there, and we're right where he wants us to be, and just within a few minutes, we can be way over in the, in the unpromised land, can't we? We can be way over there. Because our, our mind, we're prone to wonder. Remember that old song? Prone to wonder, Lord, I feel it. Prone to leave the God I love. The old Ebenezer song. Here, I raise my Ebenezer. 
become thy fount of every blessing. Prone to wonder. Man, we are prone to wonder. Gosh, I know I am. Prone to wonder. But Daniel stayed on track. See, here's another story in Daniel where they didn't like Daniel. Daniel had rose up to such power, the king had him right under him. And he was a big man on campus, so to speak. He was big in, in, in the peoples there, and the people didn't like that, especially the people underneath him. He don't even, he's, not even, he's not even one of our own. He come from a foreign land. He's, a, he's one of our captives, and the king's put him in charge. We've got to find something wrong with Daniel to get rid of him. One of the greatest things about that was they looked and looked, and they said, we can't find anything that Daniel does wrong. Can you imagine people looking at your life and saying, we can't find anything they do wrong. You know, the only way, they said, the only way we can get Daniel is to do something with him and his God. Isn't that something? He is so sold out to God, that's the only way we're going to be able to get next to him. Let's get the king to declare a big proclamation that if anybody prays except to anybody but the king, they'll be thrown in the lion's den. Of course, the king in his pride, yeah, I like that. Let me sign that. That sounds good. I don't want people to worship. He never gave a thought to his good friend Daniel. But Daniel stayed on track. You know, it would have been real easy to say, well, I can pray anywhere, kind of like what we have to do in our schools nowadays. We can't do it out loud much. But Daniel said, I'm going to keep praying. And I'm not going to do it in quiet. Let's look. Look what Daniel did. Now, when Daniel learned that the decree had been published, he went home to his upstairs room where the windows opened toward Jerusalem. Three times a day he got down on his knees and prayed, giving thanks to his God. What's it say next? Just as he had done before. They're not going to keep me from talking with my Lord. And Daniel stood up. And he not only got in his closet, you know, he didn't go up there and he said, well, I'm going to keep the windows shut and close and get in my closet and pray. And then nobody, he threw the windows wide open. He prayed to his God facing Jerusalem, facing his home country, praying that God would someday return them, which he did. And he said, I, I am not going to quit praying to the Lord. Well, there was consequences for that. I'll let your teacher finish that out this week. But you'll see that God took him through a very big, big trial. You know what? God's always there. God's always there. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. I want to do a commissioning ceremony, which is just kind of just thanking God for what he's going to do. I'm going to ask all the kids that want to come up here around. Every kid that's going to be at Bible school, would you come up here, kids? And all my teachers, everybody in a green shirt, you just gather around the front here for me, all right? Everybody just gather up front. Even if you don't have your green shirt on today, that's fine. If you're going to help in Bible school, just kind of stand around the stage here. You don't have to get up on it. Just stand around the stage here, okay? Y'all face me just a second, okay? I want to read this to you, all right? This next week is a special important week at our church. Children from our congregation around the community will be attending this year's Vacation Bible School journey off the map. The kids will set on a journey into uncharted territory where they will encounter the unexpected around every bend. Throughout the week, they will be introduced to the Jesus, the ultimate guide. The guiding scripture for VBS is Isaiah 30, 21. I think I've got the scripture on the next screen there, Russell. There you go. Now we would like all the children who will be attending VBS to stand. You're with me, okay? Now, this is to the boys and girls, all right? Boys and girls, this is a special ceremony. 
during which the church recognizes you as explorers during VBS this week. We hope you will make the most out of your amazing journey this week as you explore God's faithfulness and learn why Jesus is qualified to be your guide. It is the heart of our church that you will decide to follow, trust Jesus as your guide, and you will obey him in all things. Now please raise your right hand and repeat after me, all you kids, all right? You ready? I promise to walk boldly on the VBS adventure this week. I will journey off the map and learn how to follow Jesus, the ultimate guide. I will ask questions, pay attention, be a good listener, have fun, be friendly, be helpful, and to my fellow explorers, if I complete this expedition, I will be able to listen for God's direction even when faced with the unexpected. I want to thank you children, parents, grandparents, friends. And I ask you to stand with these brave children, all of us, to show your, your support for their decision to attend VBS and learn more about Jesus this week. Would all the adults repeat after me? Dear Lord, we come to you as a community of faith. We present these children to you as true adventurers. Thank you for each one of them. May your Holy Spirit go before them to prepare them to learn about Jesus. Be with them throughout this week. Guide them closer to you. Help us joyfully serve them and lovingly introduce them to Jesus. We pledge to support them, encourage them, and pray for them throughout this week. We promise to follow Jesus, our guide. We ask you to bless the children, the guests, the leaders, and all the volunteers. Amen. Now, what I'd like you to do is each family, I'd like you to take one of these prayer calendars. Now, it's got 31 things on here to pray for. But I'd like you to just take one home and put it on your fridge, put it on your eating table, there by your easy chair, and each night, each morning, each afternoon when you pray over your dinner, just take a couple of these things and pray for them so that God will be moving in our Bible school this year. Kids, I'm going to ask you to take some of my bigger kids, just uh, give one to each family as they raise their hands and just take these around. The rest of you can go and sit down, okay? Thank you, guys. Here's some more. Here's some more. Each family, just one member from your family raised their hands, and hopefully I got enough here. I think I made 50 or 75. Just need one per family. 
few more back there. This one right here. Everybody, oh, we got one way over here, guys, that didn't get one. Maddie, way over here on the side. In there, you'll find, like I said, 31 things that you can pray for. And, uh, man, we would, we would just cover your prayers during this week. If you want to just come one night and see what Bible School is all about, we'd love to have you. Just hang out with the kids and just enjoy. The, I'm sure that kitchen staff can put you to work if you want a job. Uh, but it, it's just going to be, be a wonderful week. Did every family get one? And uh, here's one more right here, Abby, right here. Right here in the back by Mr. Joe. There we go. There we go. Thank you. And I just ask you to pray. Once again, our motto this week, this is the way. Walk in it. Would you say that with me one more time? This is the way. Walk in it. Man, thinking about Father's Day, man, it couldn't be a greater motto for Father's Day. To, for us as dads to walk in this way. This is the way to follow God, to, to trust him as our guide. And in those unexpected things, when life gets really hard, teaching our kids that sometimes don't always go our way. But you know what? God is there. And God is there to provide, and God is there to show us the way out through this darkness, through tragedy, through whatever our families face. This is the way. Walk in it. Walk in it. One more here. Here's our scripture once again. I'd like you all to read this scripture with me as we close today. Let's read together. Ready? And whenever you turn to the right or to the left, your ears will hear this command behind you. This is the way. Walk in it. All right. Let's bow and pray. Then, Father, we are excited to begin this journey this week with our children, with these workers, volunteers, teachers, leaders, Lord, I thank you for the support of the families that give to this every year. Lord, I pray that you would just take these prayer guides and, and just keep them fresh on the hearts of the families. Lord, that they will, we will pray over these things, pray over our Bible school, pray over these children, our workers, our leaders, our helpers. And Lord, pray over the families that will be interacting with our church maybe for the very first time. Lord, what a great thing it is to be part of a community of believers. And Lord, this community is, is strong, and Lord, I love being a part of it. Lord, I just ask you to, to be with us as we look into this week. And I, I pray for our fathers also as they're, we're all busy trying to, to lead our children in the right way. Lord, help us to stay strong. Help us to, to guide them through whatever we face. And Lord, I just ask you to to just make this the best week possible in Bible school. Lord, so we can give you the glory and we can celebrate what you've done in the lives of these boys and girls and these women and men. Thank you again, Lord. Lord, as we just spend quiet time with you this morning, I pray you'll just speak to our hearts as fathers, speak to our hearts as VBS workers, and Lord, may we prepare our hearts for what we're about to do this week. In your precious name we pray, amen.